So hello, here we are. Uh, women face the crosswords as they approach or turn 60. They can choose to remain professionally active or withdraw from the workplace, or they can choose to give back through community involvement, advocacy, or they can choose a nice mix of leisure and recreation sprinkled in. There are so many choices for us these days. An important element to consider is a mix of healthy activities to keep us engaged and fulfilled. Are you wondering how to choose activities that are aligned with your sources of satisfaction and to contribute to your overall well-being? Women entrepreneurs and executives, it's important to identify those activities that contribute to your physical, mental, and emotional needs that contribute and also contribute to your social life. So today I have my brother James on uh, camera and with his sidekick Molly, uh, she's just looking at the camera now. We don't know what she's going to do. She might decide to, to get a bone or something and make a little noise, but we're going to work through that. So James is a head teaching professional at Cobble Beach up in Owen Sound, Ontario, and he's one of the top golf instructors in Canada. He has a long career in teaching golf, which he will share with you. James coaches all year round to ensure that his clients enjoy their game of golf at any age. I'm very happy to have him join me today to share his insights on the many benefits of learning and playing golf at any age. James and I will also sprinkle in a few bits of wisdom that we both learned from our dad uh, and his experiences as he stayed engaged in finding fulfillment after 60. Welcome, James. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you, Patricia. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you're up in your nice, warm uh, home way up north in uh, the Owen Sound area, right, with the fireplace on. So Yes, I am. It's nice and cozy in here. And a, little a little different from the warm days on the golf course, right? Yes, it, it, um, uh, it, it is. It's a, it's a lot different. Um, yeah. You know, it's so busy in the season, then it comes to a uh, crashing halt and then uh, we go through the transition through the fall and uh, it's winter now. <laughs> so. well, I think you're going to share some insight on how people can stay uh, tuned or ready to golf in the spring uh, because golf can be an all-round uh, game now like uh, of exercise not just um, in the summer months so we'll touch on that in a few minutes but uh, tell me a little bit or share with us what you mean uh, by being a lifelong teacher and learner? Well, um, I've been uh, teaching golf for a long time. And um, so uh, I'm constantly, you know, con conveying uh, information to my students uh, about the game of golf and about their golf swing. Um, and at the same time, I'm uh, constantly learning uh, new um, teaching methods or techniques in, in the game of golf and um, you know, in recent years, a lot of that has to do with technology using video and uh, motion measurement um, uh, devices and, and things. So uh, I'm always learning that way, but uh, I'm also uh, always learning from my students as well. So it's a two way street. Um, uh, they learn from me and I learn from them. So it's mm. good. And we'll probably talk about a few of those moments as we go through our interview today. Uh, but I want to ask you specifically about the top benefits of golf um, as we age, because uh, there are lots of benefits that some people might not realize that are really important after the age of 60. Uh, let's talk about the physical part of golf. 
Uh, tell me a little more about uh, the physical benefits of golf. Well, uh, the physical benefits of golf include being outdoors in the fresh air. And um, you can choose to ride in a cart or, or to walk uh, the golf course. Uh, obviously, walking's um, uh, more physical. You can walk about five kilometers on average uh, during a round of golf, uh, uphill and downhill as well. Uh, and then there's the, the motion of swinging the golf club as well. So, um, you know, it gets you, you're, you're out and about and you're spending four to five hours outside. So uh, that in itself is, um, it, it's plenty of physical activity for sure. To keep you moving. Yeah. yeah. And what about uh, the part of nature, like being outside? What do you think the benefits are of uh, that time outside? As far as clearing, well, it's, it's relaxing. It's meditative. Um, you know, the, it gets you in, uh, in in touch with nature and wildlife and uh, the the views of the golf course. And uh, we're fortunate at Cobble Beach to have a, a view of the water from every part of the golf course. So that's um, a, an added bonus as well. So, um, yeah. So it's also good to take a camera with you, right? Um, I remember looking at many of dad's photographs from being on the course and lots of pictures of geese and ducks and other fox and other kind of wildlife, right? So it puts you in tune with nature, which is- Absolutely, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So when we talk about meditative as well, there's um, a very uh, strong benefit around the mental side of the, the golf game. Tell us a little, bit about the mental benefits well i think if you approach it uh, correctly it, it's a nice balance between uh applying yourself mentally i mean golf's uh it's a challenge at the best of times so uh you have to uh, have your wits about you and and think your way around the golf course uh but there's also plenty of opportunity uh while it's not your shot uh you know you usually have two or three um, playing partners that while they're taking their shots, um, there's plenty of time for you to sit back or stand back and relax and en enjoy the view or contemplate your your next shot or, or what have you. So it's a nice um, balance of, you know, being on when it's your shot and then relaxing when it's not and in between mm -hmm. holes too. Mm -hmm. I would imagine it's also uh, very good for building your um, emotional health as far as like, not all things go well on a golf course. And so you're going to have those challenges where you're going to have to monitor your emotions, correct? Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely, yes. Um, golf's a, a lot like life. I mean, there's ups and downs throughout the, 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 the course of a round of golf or, or even in one hole. So, um, you know, the idea is not to um have the highs too high and the lows too low but um you know there's opportunity to celebrate a good shot whether it's yours or your playing partner's shot um and um you know when when, when you hit a bad shot or things aren't going quite well you, you just have to keep it together and uh you know Mm -hmm. uh, stay calm and <laughs> hit your next shot. So <laughs> yeah, well, you definitely want to stay calm for your next shot. Otherwise, things can really go downhill. Correct. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay, you touched on the social side. Uh, tell us how uh, golf is a big benefit for, especially for people who are um, 
finding fulfillment after the age of 60. What's the social benefit of golf? Uh, it's a great social benefit in that, um, you know, you're usually playing with um, one or two or three other people in your group um, and uh, it can be men or women. And, and it's usually around your, your own age group as well. Um, and there's um, many events at, at the club, like there's Ladies Day and Men's Day and then there's other uh, club tournaments and things. So um all of all of those and include the social aspect of of lunch or dinner after your round of golf and um it's just a nice you know weekly gathering on a particular day um for you and your your golfing friends to to get together and uh again there's plenty of time to chat out there on the golf course or before your round or after your round so um yeah it definitely keeps you connected with other people it's it's a social game Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I know many people talk about golf as being very important for them because of that social element so that they don't become isolated, uh, so that they get a lot of the physical, the mental, the emotional and the social benefits. Uh, one of the things that um, dad used to talk to us about is about the civility around the game of golf. I, I know you've got some great stories of how you uh, actually share your wisdom with uh, younger golfers and um, other golfers as well. So do you want to share a little bit about how you prepare young golfers when they get um, into your class? Sure. Um, yeah, golf's a great game uh, when it comes to um, social manners and, and things because it's um, entwined in, in the game itself right from the very beginning. And um, for um, the junior camps that I do, uh, the first day of the week, first thing in the morning, um, the, the, the first thing I talk about with, uh, with my juniors is uh, etiquette. And um, it, it's, it's like um, I explained to them that it, it's, it's like good manners for golf. And those good manners carry over into everything else that you do away from golf and for the rest of your life as well. So um, it, it's, it, it teaches you to be considerate of others while they're taking their shot or to um uh to to celebrate with your your fellow players uh on on their good shots and uh, or your good shot as well um and there's um uh, uh an element of, of safety and etiquette as well so so that you know where to stand and and where to be so you're you're, you're safe when it's someone else's shot and uh and, and so on but um not just uh, the juniors that I share um, the, the rules and the etiquette of, of golf with, but uh, anyone that's fairly new to the game um, because, um, you know, they, they, they want to make sure that they're not doing anything wrong while they're out on the golf course with, with other players. Um, so, um, yeah, golf's a great game for, for learning matters and, and being considerate of others and, um, yeah, it's great that way. Mm -hmm. So building character, as Dad used to say, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, the game itself will do that to you, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, many, um... With all the plenty of ups and downs that there are. And I mean, that's why um, uh, a lot of business has been done on the golf course over the years. Because golf is a lot like life with its ups and downs. You can uh, surely get to know someone really well in the course of four or five hours on the golf course. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So why would someone want to start to learn golf now uh, after 60? Uh, what are some of the challenges that we have, especially in the Canadian climate? And why would they want to start to learn now? 
Well, um, to, to start uh, learning now, uh, as you um, get into your 60s, it's, um, as, as we touched on, it's, it's a great uh, social game, so it keeps you connected with other people. Uh, it, it's great physically and mentally. Uh, it, it gets you outdoors and keeps you moving. Uh, so it's great exercise, great, great physically. And um, as far as the, the challenges uh, from where we are in, in Canada, um, you know, the winters can get pretty long and uh, isolated. So um, we're fortunate enough now to um, start to have indoor simulators and I teach all year round. So um, when, uh, when we move into uh, the win winter season, um, a lot of my students are, are still taking lessons with me uh, throughout the winter indoors um, into a, a golf simulator and it just uh, it, it keeps them active uh, mentally and physically and it, it just um, keeps them on their game so that when uh, the spring comes they're they're uh, a step ahead as, as if they if they weren't uh, doing that mm-hmm and what are some of the other things that they can do in the winter to stay uh, conditioned so that they're not disappointed when they get out on the golf course first thing in the spring? Uh, yoga, definitely. Um, there's uh, specific uh, poses in yoga uh, that, that help with golf. In fact, mm -hmm. uh, I have one of my own that I uh, invented years ago. I remember telling my yoga instructor I've invented a, <laughs> uh, a yoga pose and it's called the happy golfer. And it's just the, um, the, the finishing position or the follow through position of the golf swing. And you just hold it there and then you, you stretch it out from there. And I do it myself all winter long. And so that uh, when I start swinging a club and playing golf in the spring, uh, in my follow through of the swing, uh, I'm not pulling any muscles and I'm nice and, and stretched out. Uh, so that's uh, one thing um, uh, golfers can do in the winter to, to stay somewhat physically ready for, for, for golf in, in the spring and summer. Also, um, just having a golf club uh, handy um, that you can grip every day for five minutes, just to make sure your grip is, is correct and proper. Mm -hmm. It's one of the most important parts of the game. One of the uh, top fundamentals of the game is gripping the golf club properly. And then, um, you know, you, you may not have um, a, a lot of room in your living room to swing a club, but you can also just do slow, short movements uh, of the, the, the correct movements in the golf swing. Um, in the lower half of the swing through impact, like from nine o'clock to three o'clock. And uh, that, that's where everything happens anyway. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, there's plenty that you can do just to, to keep your hands on a golf club throughout the winter. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot to learn from you on the basics, right? The essentials, as you say. Like a lot of people just get up there and swing to slug the ball out and into the fairway, right? But you're able to teach them how to finesse that and control their swing, have a good swing that's consistent. So I would say that that's important for people to be aware of all year round. What about preparing mentally uh, for getting back on the golf course in the spring? Um, I've done this exercise before where I will just play around the golf in my head and visualize it like from start to finish. And uh, it's, you know, same as meditation. It's surprising um, how soon, um, you know, your, your mind can drift off into something else. You know, you might not even make it to your first hole visualizing your, your game. 
and um, and you're you're drifting off onto something else. So uh, that's a, a good form of, of meditation. Um, it keeps you thinking about the game. Um, there's, I mean, lots of good uh, books to read or online um, info as well. Uh, an advantage in the winter um, and in the summer as well, but more so in the winter as far as the, um, the video that I use in, in my, my lessons. Uh, my students get a copy of their lessons by video. So in, in the winter, you can analyze your swing or view your lessons, and it's, it's like taking your lesson over and over again. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you can certainly stay in, engaged with your game uh, in the winter. You don't necessarily have to play around the golf. Mm-hmm. And what about the expectations for getting back? Uh, even if you do practice and stretch and everything in the winter, what about the mental and emotional part of preparing? Well, I know for myself, I think that's um, that's something that comes with experience in, in that, um, you know, going through, um, you know, the off season and, and back into the, the season uh, enough times to know that, uh, you know, you're, you're not going to be, uh, even if you do stay engaged and, and you, you take lessons, uh, um, it, there's nothing like the, the real thing. So you're not going to be in mid-season form come springtime. So to know that and to not give yourself uh, or put any uh, unrealistic, unrealistic expectations on yourself. Um, for me, I, I, you know, I treat my first round of golf of the year as, um, and, and I'm a pro. So, um, you know, I have no expectations as far as score or how I'm going to play the game. In fact, I'm, I'm just happy to be out there. And uh, I, I enjoy being outdoors again and moving around and, and the social aspect of it. And uh, funnily enough, what usually happens because of that is um, usually play a pretty good round of golf. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So managing your expectations and being realistic about it. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, share with us some moment where you saw uh, someone who you teach um, how golf really contributed to the fulfillment of uh, their life, like a, a woman's life, uh, someone that you coach. And let us know how uh, people can reach you. Okay, great. Um, well, uh, I can think of um, one student in particular, but th- this could um, this could go for a, a lot of students of, of mine over the years. Uh, but this one in particular, she was uh, very successful in business, had her own business, um, she did play golf, but not a lot and, and not very well. And um, knowing that she was um, uh, ready to retire and, and knowing that she's going to have a lot more time on her hands, she, she wanted to stay active. And uh, even though she didn't play very well, she just loved the game. So she knew it was going to be a part of her, her future or a part of her life um, in, in retirement. Um, so um, she knowing that she was going to have more time, she decided to, um, you know, take more lessons with me and, and we, we developed a, a really good program together um, to uh, uh, work on her game. And, and the way I, I explained it to her was that, you know, by uh, mid-season or at the end of the season, you're going to feel comfortable playing golf with anybody. And um, it, it just took her her first year of retirement to 
to get to that stage. Now she's has continued to take lessons uh, with me in her retirement, but um, she she can now expand um, her her golf with, with playing with other people and playing in bigger events uh, at, at the club instead of her her small group of two or three that um, you know that she was comfortable with. She's comfortable playing with anybody now, so it's just. Um, it's done wonders for her enjoyment of, of the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now share uh, a bit about that. That so We'll go back to the social aspect uh, where uh, you're able to share your successes and your challenges as someone who's playing golf. You've got a story uh, uh, this year, I believe, with one of your students um, having a great achievement. Tell us about that. Yes, absolutely. So um, I have the privilege of um, running our, our ladies days um, at, at our club and um, on any particular week, they may have a format where they start off as a, like a shotgun start where each group starts off on a, on a different hole. Um, and it's so that they can start and finish at the same time and, and come in for lunch afterwards. And uh, on this one particular day, it was a beautiful day as usual. Um, and um, uh, this lady had a hole in one on her first shot of the day um, because she started on a par three on the eighth hole. And um, I once I get them started out on the golf course, I usually make my rounds and, and visit each group on, on the golf course as they're playing. And um, so where the eighth hole is situated and the way I start, I go out the ninth hole and work my way backwards. And so they were actually the first group that I met and they're all excited. And they, they tell me the news that she uh, had a hole in one and it was the first one of her life and first shot of the day. And um, so I had the privilege of, of spreading the news to every other golfer in, in the ladies uh, groups uh, as I traveled uh, from from hole to hole, and it was just it was uh, great to see each group uh, happy and excited for her, and and um, knowing that when they're finished their round of golf, they're going to be able to go in for lunch and, and celebrate their uh, her hole in one with her uh, at lunch. So uh, yeah, it was great. What a what a great way to to sort of build relationships, but actually have strong bonds. Um, when they're in a group like that and they're able to um, cheer on and celebrate someone else's success, especially a hole-in-one. I would imagine as you went around the course that day, you had a great view of uh, the sound. Tell us about Diamonds on the Water. Well, um, depending on the time of day, it it can start just shortly after um, sunrise uh, and last until around noon. Um, there, when, um, if there's a bit of a, a chop on the water, um, the, the sun glistens off of the water and it shimmers and, and it, it looks just like diamonds. And, um, on, on days where, uh, you know, most days I come into work and it's before sunrise, but there's days where I come in a little bit later. And as I turn into the, uh, the, the golf community, um, it, it's the first thing I see. Um, it is the diamonds shimmering off the water and it's just a, it's a great way to, to it welcomes me to, 
to my job. <laughs> yeah, what a, a great way to um, be encouraged to go to work. Like what a great workplace you have, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. fortunate. It, it is very good. And it's uh, for the, the teaching deck that I teach from, I'm, I'm also fortunate that it's, it's high up and it's facing the water as well. So um, yeah, I'm fortunate. That must be very inspiring for people who you teach as well, right? Like those moments where they can pause and sort of take in what you're you're teaching them. They still have that beautiful view where if things don't go that well that day, at least they had a, a wonderful view, right? And a, a wonderful experience with you. So uh, I don't want to skip by this. How can people get a hold of you? Uh, well, they can uh, probably the best way to get a hold of me is is by email, and uh, that's simply that it's uh, jameswickets at cobblebeach.com. Mm -hmm. And for those who are watching, you can see how James Wickets, don't forget the S on Wicket, okay, Wickets uh, at cobblebeach.com. That's right, James, that's where it is. Yeah. And actually, I would um, encourage people to go on cobblebeach.com, their website. Uh, you can see James uh, bio as the head teaching professional in the golf Academy on that particular page and look up more about indoor golf because this simulator that is now available allows lessons all year round. So that uh, if off season, you still want to get out there and do some really good uh, swings and have some instruction from James, you can do that. Now, James was explaining to me, it's not like being out, doors and doing it but it is one way for you to keep inspired so that you you do start uh, the new season with uh, some things that you can put into place that you've learned through the winter so thank you James um, I would like to thank my audience as well uh, join me each week as I interview women over the age of 60 or from 45 and up and other thought leaders like James about finding fulfillment and joy after 60. If you're interested in being a guest, you can take a look at my name down there. Its uh, website is patriciamuir.com. And when you go onto my website, please sign up for uh, my uh, newsletter, which comes out every Sunday uh, and look at the, the blog post. Uh, this Sunday, Richard, Richard, James, <laughs> James will be featured uh, in the newsletter. Uh, this video will be posted in the newsletter. And uh, Sunday mornings are for self-care. And hundreds of women sit with their favorite uh, beverage to read my latest insights and on fulfillment in life and at work. Thank you and have a great week. Thank you.